0: Priceless Perspective. I'm your hostess, Nicole Steele, and we're delighted to have joining us today a dear friend of Diamond in the Rough. Her name is Miss Tara Gay. She's an educator, activist, entrepreneur, and a children's author who recently published a book entitled, If Tomorrow Never Comes and I'm Gone. Welcome to the show, Tara.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Well, can you start by... Telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and the great work that you're doing. Uh, Well, I am, as you said, someone who is an
1: educator, so I currently work with students um, on a regular basis with the International Community School in DeKalb County as a teacher. I also have the pleasure of working with organizations like Diamond in the Rough with my other organization, the Nambika Academy, where I'm able to provide support with leadership development and community service and servant leadership um, training for young people, and I am a new author. So I'm very excited about being able to tell stories that I think are helpful for families as well as reflective of the things that many families will face and go through that are beyond just the issues that are, are written about in the current book, If Tomorrow Comes and I Am Gone, but also some additional books that I'm working on that are just things that reflect the issues that face everyday families all the time, and hopefully providing resources for those families to support them as they go through those particular issues.
0: Well, you are truly what we consider to be a multifaceted individual, and I I would like to talk about the work that you do with the Nambika Academy. We've had the pleasure of working closely with you, as you said, through our Diamond University Leadership Academy over the last three years. But before we go there, I would like to start with this book. I have had the pleasure of reading the book. I've read it to my children. I think it's it's just well put together. I love the characters. So can we talk about the book? First of all, what was the inspiration in you actually becoming an author?
1: Becoming an author, I'm not sure if it was more of a push than inspiration. I was kind of sharing some stories that I have written with one of my girlfriends and She inadvertently shared it via email with some other people, and they encouraged me to then publish those things. And so I went from someone just kind of sharing my own personal thoughts of, hey, what do you think about this, to being someone encouraged and to pursue something that I think I've had as a a desire, but just something I never thought myself of actually being able to make happen. So um, through their encouragement, I went and pursued self-publishing and came up with this particular story that came out of my own situation a few years ago of having a breast cancer scare that um, thankfully turned out to be not breast cancer in my situation, but it certainly caused me to think about what would be the conversations I might have to have with my family members, in particular, my nephews who were younger at the time, about what it could be if the situation or the test results would come back in a different way again, as I said, thankfully, I was not in the situation where I'd had to explain different situations to them based on a negative result. However, I was also faced with many friends who at that time were not as fortunate as I was, and they had children and were now having to have these difficult conversations around their illness and the effects of their illness and how their family dynamics were changing because of these things. And so the story, again, came out of my own with breast cancer and really becoming very intentional about thinking about the types of conversations you have to have, in particular with younger children around illness, whether it is cancer, whether it is any other kind of disease, but then also being able to now have something that became a resource for some of my friends and family who were dealing with this in a different situation where they weren't just having to consider it, but they were actually having to have these conversations now that were difficult for their children to understand and comprehend.
0: You know, one thing that I really love about your book, and first of all, the character, Mackenzie, she's beautiful. I think you and your illustrator did a great job at helping her come alive and helping her family's story come alive. But when it comes to illnesses, diseases, and ultimately death, I mean, it's it's something, unfortunately, that every family will have to face at some time or another. And when children are young, or even young adults. I mean, it's really difficult to comprehend, to process all of those feelings. And so can you tell us a little bit about little Mackenzie, without giving the book away, Mm -hmm. can you tell them a little bit about the character that you created and some of the key points that you wanted to make sure were communicated in and through the book from the readers?
1: I think uh, Mackenzie was a reflection of the young person that I retreated to being in that moment because certainly the moment that I heard there was something wrong with the results of my mammogram, the first person I called was my mom. And so I retreated back into being this smaller person because I think for many of us, in spite of whatever age we get to, when you have those moments, you go back into that place where you were a child and the person that made you feel the safest certainly would be one of your parents. And for me, it happened to be my mother. What I found, however, is though although my intent was to write this story from a perspective of a young child and what she goes through and how she's not able to fully comprehend some of the things that are happening and the transitions that happen with her family as a result of an illness, what I found as I've done different um, book tours or had readings is that this book then became a tool for adults who had not really found a way to articulate their own fears or their own concerns, and so when I've spoken to breast cancer survivor groups or women who are still dealing with cancer, um, I was surprised to learn that this actually became a voice for them as well because in so many of these situations, even though our family or our friends' best intended is to try to, uh, I believe, really give us some level of comfort. So they say don't worry about that or if you have faith, then you won't worry. But the truth of the matter is in those moments you are very human. And I, so I found without even intending to, that Mackenzie's voice and her concerns or even her confusion around the things that she's not really clear on related to the illness that strikes her mother are really the things that never leave us. So independent of what age you are when you read this book to a child or you read it for yourself, I think that what I've loved about it is that people have been able to resonate with this particular character because there's something that she embodies for all people of all ages and what I've also found of all races.
0: I think that is great there is a child in each one of us and as I was reading the book initially you know obviously I I'm, I'm reading I was reading it to my children and and it it sends you as a reader through just varied emotions. I mean no parent wants to think about the inevitable happening while their children are young. Um but i think that it's a great book it's it's well again well written and uh, it helps families kind of walk through the possibilities and really gets them to thinking about what's important in life let me ask i know that you mentioned your nephews and you've got to share how your pen name came about because your book is actually published under the name Jordan Trent, so can you explain that pen name and how you came up with it?
1: Sure, my two nephews are Jordan and Trent. Trent being the eldest of the two, and so I thought about them most when I pursued this this kind of thing of becoming a published author. And so I took on the pen name, but certainly because I was a female, it wouldn't make much sense for me to be Trent Jordan, even though that's the order in which they were born. But I then took on Jordan Trent as a pen name because this first book I dedicated to both of them because much of me moving beyond my own kind of fears about what happens when you put yourself out there and you become vulnerable and have to tell people your private stories um, was about them. So that I, I hope that I encourage them to be bold in living their lives and, and, and pursuing things that become their passions or their dreams and not allowing anything to deter them from that. And so, the, again, the pen name was inspired by them because much of my desire to put out something and move beyond my own fears around being a published author for the first time really was about them and them inspiring me to do things that I probably never would have considered had they not been in my life. Wow.
0: Well, I know that God has opened up some incredible doors since you published the book, and I know that you have made multiple media appearances. You've done book signings, and you've even been able to work with um, projects relating to breast cancer awareness and different things like that. Can you share with our listeners some of the things that you hope to do coming into the remainder of 2013, what great things you've got planned and in store?
1: Well, I hope to continue spreading the word about this particular book. I am currently working with a new illustrator on my second book, um, and so certainly hoping to bring that to the market in 2013 and being able to have now two stories for people to be able to share. But because I think the story of If Tomorrow Comes and I Am Gone is such an important one, I found it necessary when I published this book to put in the back of the book, some ideas um, for resources and activities for families to be able to do together or to do for other families that they find in similar situations. Um, And that is something that is very important to me that we continue to figure out how do we support and create a community of support for families that are going to different things because I think a lot of times people assume that this is just my battle. And really and truly there is a circle of love that people can create around their family and friends when they're finding themselves in these situations so that they know that they are not alone and that there are other people that they can rely on. And so hopefully the ending of the book allows people the opportunity to think and pursue ways that they can be involved within their own communities or within their own families or circle of friends to be support mechanisms for each other. Um, I, again, have found that I have enjoyed being able to hopefully encourage other people who've always thought about becoming writers, To actually pursue the same path that I have, I know that for myself, trying to navigate finding a publisher for over a year and a half was something that certainly frustrated me and and led me to believe that, oh, perhaps this isn't something that I should pursue and being able to then open the door for other people to let them know that there are great opportunities out there for self-publishing nowadays that really open up a wide array um, of opportunities for people really to pursue things that they really maybe have put on the back burner and there are great storytellers that are out there who have great stories that just need to be put on paper and shared with the world. And so any way that I can encourage people to do that, whether they are youth groups, whether they are also adults who just have these burning passions or these stories that they've always wished they could tell but don't know how, I also do workshops to be able to share with them how I did it and even if they don't pursue the same path that I did, but just to know that this is something that they shouldn't give up on just because they may have received one or two notes from publishers or whoever may have tried to discourage them, that there is an opportunity out there for them to be able to bring their stories to the world. So I'm hoping that I can continue to do that kind of work and open to having people invite me in to be able to share my experience and hopefully be able to give them some insight as to how they can make my experience perhaps their own experience.
0: Fantastic. Now, for listeners that would be interested in perhaps working with you, uh, having you out as a potential speaker, um, coordinating a book signing, or just even purchasing your books, what's the best way for them to contact you and to learn more?
1: They can contact me directly at jordan uh, at com, or they can also follow me at jordan-trent1 at Twitter, Um, but they can also find the book on Amazon.com, and if you Google me, you can find all kinds of information and other places where you can find uh, my Facebook page and you can like my page. Um, But the best way to reach me, again, is by reaching me through uh, www.jordan-trent.com, and it takes you to the site. People get to see a little bit of my journey as I opened and shared some of the places I've been with the story, they get to see some of the things that happened at the fantastic launch that we were able to have last year for the book. Um, and then they are able to c- connect to direct links to order the book or to go to my Facebook page to like, and all the other links are all there. If they'd like to to be able to follow me, that would be wonderful.
0: Fantastic. Now, you mentioned you're working on some additional projects. Without letting the cat out of the bag is are we are we looking at projects that will include other stories about mckenzie or are we looking at other characters coming to life in your new projects
1: so far the the other stories that i'm working on publishing are stories of just different characters i have certainly been encouraged to do more with mckenzie and that's something certainly that i don't say no to, I just have not had the inspiration as to what is the next chapter in her story. However, I am very excited about the new stories because I think the new characters that come to light are going to be also characters that people can relate to. Um, they are, again, written from the perspective of families in which all of my stories, if I continue on this path, will be really a, a, a mechanism for families to connect to their own stories in these stories but also to have these as resources to be able to explain sometimes difficult things that are not the easiest things to explain to young children. So Mackenzie um, has not resurrected in, in a story just yet, but that does not mean that she won't reappear in another story some somewhere down the line.
0: All right. Well, listeners, you have heard it here. You can tune in and learn more about Miss Tara Gay, also known as Jordan Trent, and you can purchase her book at www.jordantrent.com, uh or as she said follow her on Twitter or like her on Facebook um i because i want to make sure that we allot enough time to talk about the Nambika Academy which is how i came to know you personally and how we became um partners and the work that we're doing through Diamond in the Rough, I'd actually like to invite you to join us again on A Priceless Perspective so we can talk about that work that you're doing and how you're not only helping to empower young people, but you're also equipping youth-serving organizations. So will you come back and will you join us here at A Priceless Perspective to discuss that further?
1: Absolutely, I'd love to. And I just want to make one correction. It is a dash between the Jordan and the Trent so that, people Get to the right person because there are some other Jordan Trents out there. So it's uh, www.jordan-trent.com.
0: Okay, so that correction: www.jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, the dash sign, Trent, T-R-E-N-T.com. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Tara Gay, or Ms. Jordan Trent, <laughs> for joining us here at A Prices Perspective, and we wish you continued success. In the great work that you're doing Thank you so much for having me
1: This show has been brought to you In part by Simon and the Rough Youth Development Program Incorporated And Jim A Grisella.